Bye, Mommy and Daddy are so silly. Hey everybody, this is Amanda with the 1 in 59 podcast. We are so excited you came back. Nathan has joined us again today for a special bonus podcast, and we are going to be reviewing our favorite show, This Is Us. So we are so excited that it came back on the air, and I had to uh, get emotionally ready to sit down and watch it last night, but it was wonderful as expected. No kidding, it just hit you right in the feels every time, right? But before we get to that, we are going to just quickly recap this week um, in regards to Micah and autism. So for the most part, this past week has gone fairly well for Micah um, and the family um, since our happiness and well-being pretty much all revolves around Micah's happiness and well-being. True, true. So we were coming off, I would say, one of our worst weeks ever. Um, For some reason, Micah had turned into a... Grumpy McGrumperson. Monster. (laughs) Monster Micah, that's true. He turned into Monster Micah for about a week, and we really didn't know um, what was going on. The only thing we did change was pull pull him off of some of his vitamins because we thought that they were making him a little extra stimmy. So after a few days, we quickly added those back, and he seems to be doing all right. So this week has been a big sigh of relief um, coming off last week. He had a few more therapy sessions, um, and they are doing a little bit better. He had one session with a developmental interventionist that went horribly. Uh, She's not his favorite person, and it was pretty much 45 minutes of screaming. However, his most recent speech therapy session honestly went uh, better than expected. It went really well. We are getting a few words out of him. He only has one syllable, but we are getting a few more words, and we're pushing him pretty hard. So that is all progressing, I'd say, pretty well, wouldn't you? Yeah, for sure. He seems like he's uh, gotten over the, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. The uh, He was on a, a rampage there for a while and we, were, we, straight were, up we were about to lose it, I think. so. Yeah, we pretty much started actually for a couple of days kind of just taking shifts. I'd be like, I have got to get out of this house and I would just like leave, <laughs> go take a 45 minute shower. <laughs> the joys of parenthood, right? Right. <laughs> we had to take shifts for Micah because he was pretty much killing us all. That was shifts, not shit. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, shifts. Uh, the other Although big news we, is... We do take a lot of the other stuff from Micah as well. What? I was joking that you said the word shit. <laughs> oh, yes, we do take a lot of that. That went right over har, my head har. there, honey. <laughs> Raleigh har har. Anyways... <laughs> So that's Micah. Tell me a little bit about Eli. Eli, our five-year-old, last week was his third week of homeschool co-op. So for those of you that don't know, we are homeschooling Elijah, and he is in kindergarten, so this is our first official year. And we really decided to homeschool him because of his extreme energy level, I would say. Um, We are, at this point, not in favor of adding any medication uh, to his regimen. So um, we thought the best thing for him would be to homeschool him so he can bounce on the trampoline literally while he is learning his alphabet. Yeah, slowly but surely learning things, right? (laughs) Right, the alphabet's taken a while. He's really good at math, though. Quite honestly, I'm a little shocked. Yeah, bless his heart. He's he's the type of kid that if it was raining soup, he'd go outside and stand with a fork, right? (laughs) 
heard that before. <laughs> I've had that one in the pocket for a while. <laughs> That's pretty true, though. Um, so anyway, his third week of homeschool co-op. Um, as a parent of a homeschool kid, we alternate weeks where we volunteer in the classroom and help the teachers. And so there's about 12 kids in Eli's kindergarten class. And um, this last week was my turn to volunteer. So this is a funny story. I'll try to I'll tell it try to tell it pretty quickly. But the teacher um, sang a song with the kids about the five oceans. First of all. Yeah, first of all, uh, newsflash, there are five oceans, everyone. So, uh, yeah, you should probably give back your high school diplomas because who knew? Yeah, there are five oceans now, not four. When, so, Amanda, when Amanda told me that, the first thing I did was pull out my phone and text my my sister, who is a uh, elementary school teacher. And I said, are there really five oceans? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And she also added, and there's only eight planets. Yeah, right. Uh, like, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so back to the story. So she had this cute little song that she sang um, about the five oceans, and she named all five oceans. And if you're wondering, it's Atlantic, Pacific, Arctic, Indian, and Southern. Southern's the bonus uh, ocean that's Southern, out there. Southern, that's, that's the one out here by uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky, right? That's right. <laughs> the Southern Ocean. Yeah. So she sings this song with the kids about four or five times. It's a short song, but they go through it, and they sing it. They're standing in a circle. So then she pulls out a globe beach ball. So a small, you know, blown up beach ball um, that has a globe on it. And she wanted to play a game with the kids where she tosses the ball to one of the kids and then they say one of the five oceans and then they toss it to another kid. And this is supposed to go around the circle till every kid has a chance to catch and toss the ball and say a name of an ocean. As you do. Yes. Pretty straightforward. So three kids in everything's going well uh the kids all said an ocean granted they probably all said the same ocean but they still all got the concept and said an ocean so one of them tosses the ball to elijah so elijah immediately tosses the ball to another kid and the teacher said remember elijah you have to name one of the oceans and she gives the ball back to him so he says ocean and she says yes that's right there are five oceans do you remember the song he says, yes. And she says, okay, can you name one of the oceans? And he says, one ocean, and throws the ball. So she gives the ball back to him and says, remember, Eli, we sang the song. Let's everybody sing the song again. So they sing the song again while Eli's standing there looking out the window holding this globe beach ball. So then she says, all right, Eli, can you name one of the oceans? And he says, rainbow. I'm sorry. He said, what? rainbow oh i see <laughs> i'm over here cracking up this is the third time i've told this story so then they sing the song again and she says all right eli do you remember did you listen to the song and he says yes okay can you name one of the oceans rainbow rainbow you say <laughs> i'm still laughing again the kid is He's not an Einstein, bless his heart. Rainbow. It's not that he's not smart. It's that he was looking out the window. He just wasn't even listening or paying attention. Well, I mean, you know, Southern's an ocean now. Why not Rainbow, right? <laughs> right. So anyway, eventually all the kids start chiming in and say oceans. And I think he finally heard one of them and said Arctic and threw the ball on. So it all went fine. Of course, the other kids didn't need so much help, but... He's sharp as a tack. I really think he is. But man, he just is on another planet half the time. Yeah, he sounds like he's sharp as a tack. <laughs> <laughs> he 
if he's interested in something. He's really good at math, I swear. Anyway, it's going to probably take us all year to get through the alphabet. All right, so that's the kids. Was there any other big thing that happened last week? Let's see if Amanda can think. Was I put her on the spot here? Well, Nathan turned a big uh, 32. Oh, she did remember. I did. Yes, sadly, I turned 32. You know, birthdays, it's one of those things. It's funny that when you're young, you look forward to and you're, you know, you're like, oh, wow, in five years, I'll be 16. I can drive. In five years, I'll be 21. I can drink. And then when you, after you hit like 25, you start, stop looking forward. And then you're like, oh my gosh, times two my age and I'll be this old, this old. So like I'm 32 right now. And all I can think of is I'm halfway to 64. Yeah. It's very sad. It is sad. It's a little bit sad. It's neat. but It's I mean, like it's dying a little, a little extra every year, on, <laughs> especially on that specific day when people like to point out how much extra you're dying. Yes. Well, just remember, you'll always be younger than me. That is true. Cradle robber <laughs> in the house. Um, but Amanda, this year for my birthday, she actually surprised me, which... For those of you who don't know Amanda, which is all of you, um, she is not the best at surprises, I would say. No. I would say if there's a surpriser in this family, it's me. Is that is that a good way to describe it? <laughs> you are crowned the grand surpriser. I'm the grand surpriser. Okay. So anyways, she did surprise me with a gift this year, and I could not, for the life of me, she figured out what it was going to be. And so... We're driving along. Uh, we we got a babysitter on my birthday, and we're driving out, out to my big surprise, right? And we drive out to this shady parking lot, for lack of a better term. It's across the street from like a chiropractor. Let me say that again. It's across the street from like a chiropractor, and um, you still didn't get that very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm still shut up. I'm still trying to figure out what the surprise is so then we start walking up (laughs) i'm laughing what are you laughing about and so anyways so we start walking up to this old like dilapidated building i would call it it almost looks like a taxidermy office or something like that oh my goodness and then we go in and it's a massage place I don't want to call it a massage parlor because it was more like a step into my hidden closet massage place. I have to break in here. So I like how you started off this story complimenting me that I had actually surprised you. And somehow you've turned it into the fact (laughs) that I brought you to some shady second rate massage parlor. Well, if you'll let me finish, (laughs) it, it didn't turn out that way, but I... As somebody who has never gotten a massage before, I can't say that I had high hopes for this establishment. Let me rephrase here. It was a downtown building where the second story suite was rented out by a lady who provides massages. It was not that shady. Easy for you to say. (laughs) Anyways. Well, you laid down voluntarily, climbed under that sheet, let it rub all over you. I was going to say, the thing is, is that the funny thing about massage is in general, that's easy for me to say, is that you think about it, you just kind of, you don't even know anything about these people, but yet you just go in and stick your face in a donut hole pillow and get in the most vulnerable (laughs) vulnerable position possible and just say, have at me, right? It's a lot of trust there. Pretty much. But did you like it? 
minus the Avatar theme song playing the whole time. Yeah, I think I did enjoy it. It was a good massage. I enjoyed it. If you didn't like it, I'll just go without you next time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so are we ever going to get to This Is Us? Um, sure. Oh, before we get to This Is Us, and I promise we will get there eventually, I have a surprise that I am going to reciprocate. Is that the right word? <laughs> to Amanda, yes. right here. Are on you pregnant? The- <laughs> <laughs> to get pregnant, you have to do certain things, in which we haven't. So Don't put that on there. <laughs> so... The surprise for Amanda here is she has no idea this is coming, so she's genuinely surprised here. I like I'm to, covering my eyes. I like to call this Amanda's pop culture quiz. Oh my ding, God. ding 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 ding. <laughs> That's true. I bet you might get a few. I started out with a couple of easy ones for you. Thanks. Amanda doesn't know anything about pop culture hardly if it's not on hallmark channel she doesn't know pop culture right or no. well i mean i know like bits and pieces i'm like oh i know that face but i can't for the life of me think of their name or i could sing words to songs but have no clue who sang it there's just she, not enough room in my brain for all that you know like uh the hgtv people somewhat right yeah that's and i channel. know like that's your... old school stuff like i could peg a journey song or an eagle song you she know she says because my dad listened to that kind of stuff growing up. You know, I know who like Steve Urkel is. I do pretty good Steve with that. Steve Urkel. How old are you? <laughs> like 100? Well, I'm older than you and you're 32. So oh my gosh, put Steve it in the ballpark. Anyway, so this... as you can, <laughs> That was the first name that came to my mind. As you can tell, this uh, pop culture quiz is not in her wheelhouse. But Shoot, that's I thought start. I was getting a gift or something. No, no, no. You're getting Amanda's pop culture quiz. Five questions that we're going to do weekly on these bonus podcasts to show to the people how little you know about pop culture. Or maybe you'll surprise us all. Man, I get you a massage I'm and gonna, I get to get humiliated. I'm going to try to get some, you know, cool music to put in here. Game show music. You know, that kind of stuff. Family feud. All right, so. My face is turning red. Here we I'm go. I'm actually getting nervous. Amanda, are you ready for your pop culture trivia quiz? Not at all. Number one, question one. This show, and there'll be this is a multiple choice question for you, so let me give you the answer. I understand how they work. There you go. This show just won the Emmy for Best Drama. Was it A, The Crown, B, Game of Thrones, C, Handmaid's Tale, or D, This Is Us? Game of Thrones. Oh, ding, 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 ding. You got that one. Maybe I'll put in like a fake ding, 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 ding right here. Um, I didn't watch that. So you're one for one. Neither did I, but you know, it's pop culture. You should know these things. I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> You don't tweet? I don't. You're not a tweeter? I don't have a twit. Oh my gosh, I think I'm going to have to take that out. That's vulgar. (laughs) It's not. All right, question two for Amanda's pop culture trivia. This starlet is currently all over the tabloids for dating baseball hunk A-Rod. There is no multiple choice. (laughs) Are you serious? There's no multiple choice? No, not for this one. The first Maybe one was A Rod. Yes, Hollywood starlet all over the tabloids, as the question stated. I haven't been to the grocery store this week. The clock is ticking. <laughs> we do need an answer. Can I phone a friend? That would be J Lo, the lovely Jennifer Lopez. Oh really? Yeah, J Lo and A Rod. You know, they both got like cool nicknames. There you Interesting. go. Interesting. I had no idea. 
Question three. So you're one for two. Question three. This online video game, first released in 2017, has become a nationwide sensation with over 200 million downloads and has different versions. Oh, versions, I should That's say. different what? <laughs> it has versions? And has different versions. Wait, such, I want to guess. Such as Save the World or Battle Royale. What? Oh, now that threw me. I was going to say Pokemon. No. Oh. Is that your final answer, even though I just no. told you no? Um, yes, I can't think of any other names. It would be Fortnite. Dun, dun, oh, dun, dun, shoot. Dun. I should have guessed that. I knew that word. There you go, Fortnite. Oh, so you're one for three. You're not looking good here. No, and they're getting harder. Question four. The revival of this early 2000s hit show, which that would have made you, what, like 40 when the early 2000s, will make its comeback on Hulu in 2019 and, ha and has caused an uproar on social media. What is that show? Dun -dun -dun -dun. I'm glad you can edit out the dead space. I'm thinking hard here. 2010, you say? Early 2000s hit TV show. Oh, early 2000s. Wait, I'm thinking still. Or was I in 2000? You were probably middle-aged. <laughs> I have no idea. That would be Veronica Mars. Have you ever even heard of Veronica Mars? No. Okay, then. This is not a fun game. That's the point. <laughs> question five. The final question. Oh, man. You are now one for four. Not I know good. how to count. This hit reality show was once... I'm sorry, let me start over. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with your show voice? It's failing you. <laughs> this hit reality show, which has recently been revived, is where you might hear such lines as, Wake up, Keto Guido. Any idea? Keto Guido. Well, I have no idea what Keto Guido is. I'm trying to think of a reality show that's been revived. The only one I could think of was American that would be wrong. Aww. You won't hear Wake Up Keto Guido. Oh, well, you might. I don't know. But the answer we're looking for is Jersey Shore. Oh, you know what? I should have guessed that one because that was the first get famous it? Keto reality. Guido? No, I don't get it. I'm assuming he's an Italian man who's also on the keto diet. I should have guessed that. I Shoot, don't watch that. That was but... the one that I would have guessed. I never watched Jersey Shore, but I did know it was a reality show. Are you ready for a bonus question? <laughs> no. You did so well. Let's give the people one more. Okay. So, your bonus question. At last report, is the on-again, off-again Ben Affleck and Lindsay Shookus, a.k.a. the woman he cheated on his wife with, are they together or split? Well, I've never heard her name before. That would be Lindsay Shookus. Like, she shook us her booty at him and he came and left his wife for her. Well, I don't like her at all. And I never liked him, so it's all good. Are they together or are they not together? They are together. That would be wrong. <laughs> they are not oh together gosh. at last reported when I did my awesome internet research and I'm going to go with that. Although, I don't feel like I'm actually embarrassed. I'm more embarrassed for you that you know all these answers. I looked them up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know uh, J-Lo was dating A-Rod, but I, I follow sports. Oh, that's true. Let's see. Let's let's all give a round of applause for Amanda and how she did on her pop culture trivia. Join us again next week. Same time, same channel. Next time I'm going to bring your sister in here with me. She'll get them all. That was fun, right? No. Did we have fun with that? No.
I didn't know any of them. All right, all right. Moving along, moving along, moving along. Season three, episode one of This Is Us. Our favorite TV show, right? I would say. Not just ours, but probably... A lot of people's favorite TV show. A lot of people's favorite TV show. Episode one was called Nine Bucks. We'll get to that. And all of you that listening to this, I'm sure, have probably seen the show by now. So we're not going to like go through each scene and break it down like that. We're just going to kind of hit the high notes and give some of our thoughts on it. And uh, Because like I said, we love it and um, it makes us cry. That's not why we love it. No. I don't know. I can cry enough on my own. Because it's amazing? Is that why (laughs) No, you know why I love it? I really love it because it seems like most shows, when you watch them and something happens, you're like, oh, come on. They wouldn't have said that. Or they would have... That wouldn't have happened, you know. If someone was blaming something on somebody, they would have spoken up. They wouldn't have just walked away, right? But on This Is Us, like, it really is, like, how life would and does play out, it seems like. Yeah, I do. I do really... And I feel like that's why I really like it because it's actually, like, you know, when somebody's being a jerk, the other person's just like, hey, you're being a jerk. And it's like, yeah, that's what I would say to somebody when they're being a jerk. I wouldn't just change scene, you know? Right. Yeah, I really like that. I really like the dialogue in the show. It's it's seems like it's pretty uh, genuine, real life type stuff. Obviously, it's fancied up a bit, but it's good. And it has some amazing actors. And um, speaking of that, I guess before we dive into the what we saw on the episode, we should talk a little bit about the show. Like since we're jumping into season three here, like I think for me, the the most uh, striking thing about the show is honestly Mandy Moore no that kidding. she's not terrible in it yeah and she's super acceptable and even sometimes really good yeah i'll be honest when the preview first came out when the very 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 first started promoting the show i was like that looks dumb i'm not watching that i thought the preview i will say i thought the preview was poorly done the advertising and i had and they were just coming off um you know i had been a big parenthood fan and everyone was calling it the new parenthood and i had some you know reservations about yeah. That. Yeah. I don't. Like- yeah, because the last few seasons of Parenthood, I actually watched with Amanda, and I they were really good. And I yeah. was like, no, nah, this show's just it's gonna not going to be Parenthood. Going to be a cheap ripoff. Yeah, really, it's going to be a cheap ripoff. And for some reason, I did not like the previews. However, I will say that when the previews, when I did see the previews, I had no idea it was Mandy Moore. So we didn't even watch this show for the whole first season. And everyone would post on Facebook, you know, oh, this is us. I'm crying again. And I'd be like. I'm a pretty cynical person, so I just scroll right on past and never had any desire to watch it. And in fact, I fought Nathan when season two was getting ready to start. He was like, well, let's go back and watch season one. Well, we don't, like you said, we we don't have a ton of time to specifically to watch a lot of shows because our kids are up at all hours. But I just, you know, from everything everybody had said online and then people we knew, specifically my my sisters, they're like, you got to watch this show. And it's like, when people are like that, I'm like, okay, well, we'll give the pilot maybe two episodes a try. And if we, you know, it does, we don't really like it, then we stop watching it. And I was like, you know, everybody says we should watch it. Let's just watch the pilot. Um, and that's true. Even I worked, I was working full time at the time and I worked with mostly men um, were my peers and when they started to say like, uh, yeah, I watch it with my wife. It's really good. When all the men started to say, yeah, it's good. And they sit down every week and watch it. I was like, well, I guess it can't be that bad. Right. And, and of course, it was my husband that was pushing me to watch it. 
<laughs> well, and I remember I I, cannot, I never want to start a new show though. Yeah, ever. Amanda never wants to watch anything, no. and I'm always like, we gotta try this, we gotta try that, and she's like, no, and I won't like it. And typically, if you know, if it's something that I really push hard for, and we watch it, she she usually ends up liking it for the most part. Like for I said, the most part. we don't watch a ton of stuff, so yeah. Um, I think one of the things that, about the show that stands out to me is that. You know, we, we can watch a ton of shows and like the next day you kind of forget what was on there. But like I can still kind of picture the pilot of that episode yep. and not even the first scene where they show Milo's butt. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. <laughs> you remember that? that? No. Um, yeah. He's like the show was butt in like the very first scene. I like how you're emphasizing the word butt. <laughs> but did I say it like that? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> there you go. Um, Must have really made an impression on you. <laughs> there you go. I got a thing for Milo. <laughs> Um, don't we all but but on ching the pilot was like i remember after we watched it you know and there's the scene where one of their spoiler alert here if you haven't watched the first season uh stop here and do so immediately it's on hulu i think um they're having triplets and they're also they're preparing for these triplets and then they lose one in delivery and then, like, the speech from the doctor and, and the father is just one of the best scenes on TV, I think, ever. It is, Like, yeah. for me. Yeah, it really was. Because I think anybody who's a father can relate to that overwhelming fear and anxiety in that moment. Whether, you know, have had triplets or one kid or two kids or whatever. It's just, like, indescribable. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, it's worse for the father than the mother. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it is a completely different experience that maybe somebody who's maybe only somebody who's been through that can understand, and I, I think they nailed it. So they did. They pretty much nail every big issue that comes up. True, true. But we were talking about Mandy Moore. Oh yeah, Mandy Moore, and yeah. and how we were like, oh man, like ugh, this isn't gonna work. Yeah, really. Like the first episode, we finally sit down to watch it, and you know, I'm, I'm apprehensive, and I was like, what? That's Mandy Moore. See, I know who Mandy Moore is. There you go. You yes. got your pop culture references. Some... All you got to do is get Steve Urkel <laughs> and Mandy Moore, and you're all over the and pop Journey culture. And Journey and the Eagles, right? Yeah, yeah, seriously. How old are you? <laughs> There's no telling. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so we were like, what, Mandy Moore? And I immediately was like, see, I'm going to hate this show. Well, and I agree, because she's in that. What's that movie she's in from, from your era? I'll walk to remember. There you go. Back from the 30s. <laughs> My. She's in Everybody, that. Everybody, he's only a year younger than me. So, <laughs> so she's in that movie, and it's awful. It is awful. And I always thought she was the, the worst actress and just corny. But man, she's good. And it goes to show you what good writing and good producing and all that can do, because... And the music. The music from the show was almost the probably the best part. I mean, it's all great, but the music... She's good, me. and she sells her character man she plays it really well and all the scenes that yeah there's a scene in in season two where again spoiler alert jack dies and she's in the hospital and she nails it man it's she it's is incredible she's good look i've got chills i know she's, dang that show's good she's surprisingly great yeah so um, so just a couple any other notes we want to get into here before we start the review i think like you said just overall uh Pretty oh. much every episode makes you laugh, and every episode will make you cry. Pretty much, yeah. There's there's not a ton of episodes. That and it's just it's so real. And I want to give one of my quick examples, I guess, is how I was talking about how, you know, real life people wouldn't act that way. And I hate shows that, you know, just don't seem real. And one of the episodes in season two, uh, Kate, who is um, overweight 
in the, you know, her character is very overweight and she auditions for a lead singer position and she's really scared. She's very shy. You know, she's not confident in herself and she gets up on the stage and she sings and she can sing well. And the interviewer, band manager, whoever he is, um, yeah, says, you know, no. And so she immediately kind of says, like, actually she leaves and then she comes back and she says, wait a minute. Like, I know I'm not a size zero and goes on this, like, honestly, sort of a feminist rant is what I would call it. Or like a a judgmental rant that people would normally say, like, you can't hold me down because I'm heavy or because I'm not pretty enough or whatever, you know, fill in the adjective. And he says, um, no, that's not why. And he brought up a backup singer who like killed Kate in the audition, like just was so much better. And he was like, she's our backup. I'm looking for somebody great. I don't care what size you are. You're just not good enough. Work on your tone, work on your pitch and then come back because you have a good voice. And I was just like, yeah, like, I think so many times we're just like, well, you don't get that a lot with, with TV shows. They take the cheap, easy way out and they say, oh, she's getting picked on because she's overweight or not. She's pretty. getting held down. Yeah. yeah. You just take the easy way out. And that shows this. Like you said, the show kind of hits on real life. Like that's kind of how real life is. You have to be the total package in that situation to yeah. get the gig. Yeah, so. really. And she appreciated it in the yeah. show. She was like, well, at least I know now what I need to work on and I'm going to go work on it. So yeah. anyway, that's just kind of an example of how it's not like. Like, no, she probably didn't get the part just because she wasn't because she was heavy. Like, she probably just wasn't good enough. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's anyway. There's my little rant. There's your little rant. But that's kind of why I love the show so much. It's just honest. I feel like. And I guess one thing before we start, and I, I promise we will start eventually with with the review. Um, I was kind of trying to think about like who is my if i had to pick a favorite character from the show and you can't it's all there's not very many shows i don't think that's ever existed where you cannot pick a favorite character i think friends would be one where it's pretty hard to pick like yeah it's pretty maybe hard. maybe not your favorite because obviously i identify with like the jack character or one of the sons in the show but um as far as like the most important character if you're like if you take this character out you know the show or if you remove a certain character, the show will still be fine. And I don't think there's one that you can hit on where you can say they're more important than the other ones. They're all so good at, at they the, are in their roles. So good. And it's not even just the main, like the triplets. It's not even just the main characters. It's also their spouses. And like, they're all that good. And they're all that important yeah, to the show. Like, it's not just even the main characters. It's also the side characters and the supporting characters. Yeah, so if you can't tell, we like the show, guys. <laughs> we do. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we're not obsessed or anything. I know. Just... We've been waiting for a long time to see it. So we finally, well, we record it on DVR because we obviously can't watch it live because our kids are still awake. So we waited until like, what, 1130 that night to watch it? Yeah. And Micah was still up. Yeah, so we actually ended up watching it with Micah running running back and forth and stimming. So And Eli upstairs jumping, not sleeping yet either. But he was at least upstairs. All right, so I'll, actually, I'll finally get into it here. Like I said, season three, episode one, titled Nine Bucks. And the even on the previously, they had me tearing up. It's, you know, they, they recapped from the previous seasons. They recapped uh, Kate and Toby's miscarriages. You get uh, the recap of Kevin meeting his new romance, which it's Beth's sister. I can't think of her cousin. name. Best cousin. Best cousin. There you go. 
and you got a recap of Deja, her mom leaving, and then you got a recap of Jack and I'm blanking on Mandy Moore's character's name, Rebecca. You get a recap of Jack and Rebecca's kind of fight and then kind of uh, make up there before he passes away, like very quickly after that, right? Is I, am I remember so. that correctly? I think so. You know, his his, fame, his line of... They uh, bounce back and forth if you haven't watched the show. They're yeah. even start, they bounce back and forth between, you know, flashbacks, current time, and now they're even throwing in some flash forwards. Yeah. So the timeline, I wouldn't say, isn't completely linear. Like, you kind of know how, what order everything happens in, but they bounce all around, so... Yeah, so Jack and Rebecca, the mom and dad of the triplets, had a huge fight over, um, I think if I remember correctly, she kind of wanted to be a singer, and he, he was kind of not wanting her to be, and then she's at a nightclub. He also and, struggled with alcoholism. Yeah, and she's at a nightclub, and he kind of catches a man kind of coming on to her, and she doesn't see it at first, you know, yada, 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 the same old story, but then... You know, they have a big fight about it. And as he's moving out or whatever, for they're, they're kind of separated for a little bit. He gives the big emotional speech of, you know, this isn't the end of our love story. And ironically, it sadly kind of was. So, so yeah, that's why I was tearing up in the previously on This Is Us six. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is crazy. can't make it to the beginning of the show. And as sappy as that sounds... Like, nothing really makes me cry hardly, but I think... No. Just it, yeah, we'll just put this out there. I'm the mother of two, married, and I did not cry at my wedding or at the birth of either of my children. <laughs> well, you were marrying me, so you should have cried, but... That's true. So I'm not necessarily an emotional person by nature, I don't think, but it makes me cry. Now <laughs> I just feel like a cold mother that I cry for a TV show, not when my children there are born. There you go. We'll just delete it. <laughs> I had a job to do. <laughs> okay, so the show the show starts with a random dude, which we'll get to in a minute. And but let me just say that there's like one thing that I hate about television shows when this when the new season starts or an episode starts or whatever or series finale whatever when it starts with a random person that you've never seen before I'm always like oh my gosh here we go again I don't care about these random dudes you know what I mean <laughs> another character it's like. You know, like I said, we'll get to it. This one actually didn't turn out that bad because it wasn't introducing a new character, but it was. Um, it's just one kind of those of a parallel story. Yeah, it was I one. Guess. It's just one of those things that I can't stand with TV shows because I feel like it's a lazy way out. Instead of saying, "Hey, we're going to kind of pick up where we left off," we're going to start with some random Joe Schmo that you have you zero cares about in the world. So that's just a pet peeve of mine. And then you cut. They cut to the scene where Jack sees Rebecca for the very first time, which was kind of weird because I, I thought we maybe had already seen that a little bit. No, I don't think so. And she's singing. She's beautiful. She's Mandy Moore. And Jack is swooning for sure. And that's that. So he somehow runs into his buddy, who is now Rebecca's husband now. What's his name? Good Miguel. Review, good review right here, right? Miguel. Yeah, so somehow, coincidentally enough, he runs into Miguel outside and he says, I just met the girl, you know, the girl. And he said, I, I need some money. I don't have any money. And he's like, how much money you got? And Miguel's like, I got five bucks. And Jack says, I got four. So there you go, nine bucks. So Jack has nine bucks to impress the the future love of his life on their very first date. Um, another You thing, are recapping the whole show. Oh, am I? Yeah. I just You're like going line by line. <laughs> I just jotted down some notes here. So, 
Kevin and uh, Beth's sister. Cousin. Cousin. Maybe I'll get that right at some <laughs> point this season. But I think they were raised as sisters. Maybe we'll, so maybe go. eventually I'll learn her name. Mm-hmm. But So anyway, right. they're shown kind of interacting back and forth. And unfortunately, you can't help but kind of like them and stuff. Because I kind of pulled for Kevin to get back with his ex-wife. Sophie. Sophie. But I yeah, guess too. I guess that's over for now. Um, then Kate and Toby they get some sad, sad news that she's maybe you should discuss this more uh, delicate the news that <laughs> she can't get pregnant because she's overweight. Essentially, is that what the doctor was telling her? Yeah, essentially. Um, so obviously they're having a hard time conceiving, and so um, they're trying to see a doctor. Um. To help them with IVF. And um, the doctor essentially tells them no. Um, because her chances of having a successful pregnancy are so low due to her rate. It wasn't a case that her and her partners were willing to take on. Um, they also kind of throw in there a little to that. Um, little Easter egg. Yeah. That Toby is also, you know, pro- probably part of the problem as well. Because he takes antidepressants, which lowers your sperm count so they have but yeah they were struggling they're throwing that hook out there so you yeah can... and the doctor essentially told him no and of course kate points out it's her birthday she's 38 almost as old as you <laughs> oh my gosh and so the biological clock is ticking oh. so then we cut to i guess i am kind of going through you this, are you're going through it scene i'll try scene. to i'll try to not do it he not. promised he wasn't going to do that well i lied i guess so <laughs> yeah. then then they get to the scene at uh with jack and rebecca at the fair and rebecca is being a typical woman asking jack to buy everything that she can see they're on a date <laughs> all she asked for was a candy apple at a carnival but jack's struggling on the change there he's How he's figuring things that? out in life she doesn't know clearly well she's asking for a candy apple oh and a hot chocolate because you can't just have the candy apple it's like a woman Oh my goodness gracious. Well, she's got to have something to drink. She can't just enjoy the view of Milo. Well. <laughs> okay, so it's obviously, I mentioned it's Kate's birthday, so it's the triplet's birthday. So Randall, Kevin, and Kate all obviously have the same birthday. And Randall's family is having a birthday party for Kevin and Randall. Um, Kate's out in LA, I believe, not in Philadelphia. So she's not there, but um, since... Beth's cousin slash sister is staying with them. Kevin and this we really need to find out her name. I know, right? <laughs> this girl. I yeah, got it. Anyway, call it, on my notes, I got to refer to as chick. chick. That's anyway. not politically correct. No, it's not. Which they never explain why she's staying there. They just throw in, oh, she's shooting a documentary. It's like, who is this chick? Yeah, that's true. Well, because she's part of the storyline. <laughs> so anyway, um, Beth, of course, because she's an intelligent woman has the clue that Kevin and her sister are knocking boots. Knocking boots, as she called it. And yes. There's, some funny, there's a funny line there where she tells Randall that means that's a 90s reference for doing it. And <laughs> yeah. Randall says, yes, I know. <laughs> but Randall makes her promise not to uh, call Kevin out on it and ruin the birthday party, which, of course, if you know the character, that didn't last but like one second. Right. And she calls him out on it the moment that he walks in the door. Which is pretty funny. She's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. She's funny and beautiful and hard, hard ass pretty much. And then uh, I actually got down a note here of a commercial. There was a movie coming out with Steve Carell called Marwing. 
And the reason I bring this up is because it was either it's either going to be the worst movie you ever saw or the best movie. I couldn't tell. It's so I voted weird. For, yeah, it looks so extremely weird, but I voted for that it's going to be really good because I don't think Steve Carell ever really does anything that's not good. Yeah, but... And I also so got weird. the feeling that it was um, special needs related. Oh, that's true. I guess it could be. Yeah, well, that's the impression I got, okay. which I'm a little sensitive to these days. So to me, it go. looked like a... Good anyway, baby. I just I was just throwing that out there because it really caught my attention. I even stopped the fast forwarding and went back and watched it, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. So it was called like Marwin. Anyways, I'll give it a chance. Um, then we come back and Kevin is sitting with Randall's two biological daughters. Who I, I only make a note of that is because the youngest daughters I forget her name. This is a terrible it's review. Tess and Anna, I think. Tess and Anna. That's Tess right. Tess and Annie. Because he named them after a, a, a ceiling fan, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the youngest one is the cutest kid on the face ever. of the earth. So <laughs> yeah, that's, pretty much ever. <laughs> and and Kevin's sitting there going over his relationship with their aunt slash whatever she is to them. And, you know, they think they're telling him to go for it. And he's like, I'm going to ask her out. And they think it's a great idea. Yeah. And then we see Deja going and talking to her biological father, and she pretty much reads in the riot act and says that, you know, I'm with these people that think love I'm, me love me and think I'm great, and they use big words to describe me now, which was really cute. And yeah, it was cute. And she's she, I think she plays the role really well. The, she that is. Actress. She's, she's a good character. Yeah, it's she she's, does a good job. Um, and then we get some footage of uh, the horrible first date, which. What's funny is because I kind of, I didn't really see that coming. I probably should have. I thought they were well, just Well, their date started off well. They were talking and, yeah, like and kind of having a good time. And like I said, I I, I, I guess I should have seen he it coming. He pays for her to get into the carnival. Yeah, and I thought, <laughs> oh, they're just going to hit it off from the beginning and everything's going to go perfect for them. And that's not how it went. It started raining and they, he didn't have any money. And she says, oh, look, there's a guy selling umbrellas. Can you buy that for me? And he's like, no. no. And she asked about what he you know what he's doing and he just got back from the war it's it's not going well no um so then he takes her home because she's not having a good time she wants to go home get away from milo which why would you want to do that apparently this the theme of this podcast is that i love milo Milo. yeah so um is it milo or milo is it milo i don't know Uh, i thought it was milo but i guess it could be milo my dreams are shattered now (laughs) (laughs) um and they're I not. Think it's Milo. Anyway, the the point is, is that they're not having a good first date, and she's getting ready to get out of the car, and then Milo slash Milo pulls. I think it's Milo. Pulls an awesome Milo, and he gives a, the token Milo speech that he gives in every episode, and he yeah. he wins her back over. Pretty much. So, I mean, how could you not write? Yeah. <laughs> Although he does have in, in some that e- moment, she was smitten. Yeah. Although he does have like one of the coolest mustachios you've ever seen. That's true. The, I don't think he did in that episode, but it was he was clean shaven because they're trying to make him look younger. Younger. But, That's right. So anyway, he pulls you know he pulls out a Milo speech and she's back in love with him and they smooch. Um, I and, think I like how you consider a smooch love. <laughs> They'd only known each other for like six hours. Ah, uh, you could tell. She's like, the way you look at me, Milo. <laughs> and he's gawking at her. So there you go. He's smitten for sure, like you said. Uh, then Deja gets caught sneaking back into the house, into Randall's house. And at first he's really angry. And what I say, what I have right now, wrote down here is the line of the night where he's 
about to give her some big Randall speech about how there's rules and you have to follow them. And then she pulls out a birthday present and he's all happy and, hey, is that for me? And everything's fine with Randall. Randall's such a great character. And pretty much that's how Nathan is too. He likes presents. He likes to give presents. Yeah, pretty he likes much. to get presents. I'm pretty so. sure you could pretty much stab me with a knife and then if you had a gift in the other hand, I'd be like, hey, what's that? So. Unless it's a mas- massage, then he'll just talk about how shady it was. <laughs> Don't like being in that the donut hole. That wasn't my line of the night. What was your line of the night? My line of the night was, take it from a mother to get a little more serious. Randall um, is talking to Deja. Deja. Let me say that again. Yeah, say that again. Randall is talking to Deja. And he's talking about the fact that he's adopted. And he said, being adopted defined me, um, which kind of struck me. But then he said, you know, this big giant thing happened to me. And I didn't have a say in it. I yeah. thought that was like a powerful line. Yeah, it's like deep. you could write a book or on just that line. It's deep. <laughs> it That's is why deep, the and I, so and of course, you know, pulling it back, you know, I think of my own kids, and like they didn't, they don't have a say in their lives and who they are. No, and no kid does. No, That's they don't. Par- unfortunately, no part of being a kid. No. Mm-mm. But even no people, more, you even know? more so uh, for a child that's adopted. It's it's like like you said. That's why the show's so great. It hits on real life issues. Yeah, it does. It's good in a genuine way. Um, All right, go back to your line by line review. Yeah, now. here's back to my. I'm almost done. <laughs> so uh, in case you didn't know, you don't have to actually watch the show. <laughs> you can just listen to Nathan. So then Kate and Toby get some good news from the doctor she actually calls him back in and says she's decided to take him on you know she's got she got into this not to deliver bad news but to try to make the small things possible 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 there you go uh so then we then from that you see toby getting rid of his antidepressants um pouring them down the drain and which doesn't appear to be a good direction that toby should be going in no um then we get a fast forward and it's a flash forward, I guess I should say, and it's kind of one of those things where we don't know what's going on as an audience. Um, nope. Any any speculation on your part? Any guesses? What you want to? So last year when it ended, we saw Randall with his. Yeah, when we ended. It ended with a flash forward, which I think was the first flash forward they ever yeah, did. Yeah, I think and so. And they ended the season with it, and Randall and his oldest, Tess, yeah, his oldest daughter, um, is grown. Uh, Tess is grown, and it appears that she is um, a social worker. Um, helping place a little boy is the scene at the end of, you know, the last season in the last episode. Um, and Randall picks her up and is like, are you ready to go see her? And that's kind of how it ends. And we're like, go see who? Yeah, what? Go see who? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> What's wrong? Are they going to a grave? Are they going to a, you know, a mental institution? Are they going to, you know, the mall? Yeah, like, where are they and going? T- and, t- and, Tess <laughs> and who are and they Tess going to says, see? Tess says, I'm not ready to yeah. see her or something. Like yeah. That. So then it's also how they ended season one i mean episode one of season three um it appears that randall and tess arrive to some place and he calls toby and he says toby you ready to come down are you going to come down toby says i don't know if i should and randall says i think she wants you to and toby's sitting in a bed and you're like well why is toby there yeah why is toby there is this a hotel is this a Mental institution, who are they going yeah. to see? Old folks home. Well, it's kind of interesting, too, that um, initially, of course, we thought last season with Randall and Tess going to see somebody, her, you would think that it's either the sister, Annie, or her mom, Beth, or the grandma, Rebecca, right? Or maybe Deja. Oh, and maybe Deja. I kind of, yeah, or maybe Deja. Um, but then when they throw Toby 
in yeah, the mix. And is, this episode is really a curveball. You're like, well, who? Yeah, which is why, which is obviously why they do it because they throw Toby in there, and you're like, well, why would Toby be involved? And then it, so you, then you're like, well, maybe it's Kate. Well, but then you think, well, then why is Tess so and involved? You th- if you think they're going to like a mental institution, it's like, well, Toby's upstairs, so then who else might have some difficulty? You know what I mean? It's yeah. And honestly, it's just such a weird show because seeing these flash forwards like make me dread seeing watching the show anymore. It kind of makes me dread seeing what's going to happen because you, of course, you want you know this is America and we want everything to end happy, and I don't want to see a show end sad or badly. Yeah. And so you kind of like don't want to watch it or you don't want to know what happens but in the meantime you can't wait for the next episode (laughs) so that wasn't actually the last scene as i'm going see my scene the very last the very last scene was jack actually excuse me seeing (laughs) the very last scene was actually jack seeing rebecca kiss another mustached man oh yeah at her door at a blonde mustache man that we've never seen before sure how dare she kiss another mustachio good gravy so that was the last scene then we get the previews for next week it looks really sad of course, like always, but we can't wait. Yeah. And so, <laughs> that was an interesting review. Is that how reviews are supposed to go? I don't know. Well, I kind of thought we were just going to like gonna pick our favorite scene and talk about it. Well, maybe we'll do that next week because yeah, we probably killed off our whole audience. At yeah, this I think point. we went a little too detailed maybe. Yeah. But the, the writer or producer or both of the show is coming out with a movie. It's coming out in a week I or so. I think this week. I don't know. Soon. Yeah kind of excited to go see it yeah and i did a little worldwide web research here oh yeah you yeah. tweeted yeah something like that <laughs> i did a steve urkel's google search <laughs> and it was just about this season and i guess the creator um the showrunner dan fogelman who you said has a movie has a movie coming out his episode that he wrote this season is going to be episode number four five of the season and it's about toby and his backstory and that kind of arc and i guess so it's, he only writes one episode yeah or? he only writes one. Oh, i thought he was like the they writer. have every show has a bunch of writers and they take turns oh, yeah I but the one he writers, the one but... he focused on he's the showrunner so he's in charge of it all but the one he has focused on this season is i guess toby's episode and apparently it's gonna make you just die sob, sob uncontrollably <laughs> i can't take it i seriously like i just said uncontrollable but that's how it's gonna be so yeah seriously i'd like dread it sometimes i'm like man i'm not i'm not ready to sit down and watch this i don't i'm not i don't want to cry tonight i know and i did hear in an interview ironically on a sports podcast i listened to with dan fogelman the creator showrunner that he has his ending well it's not his podcast he was just a guest right sure yeah whatever i said and he already has the ending. He knows where he's going, and it's going to be after season five, I believe he said. He so said, it's only going to be five well, seasons? Well, he said six? the show might continue. He said, but this arc of these oh. people will only continue for whatever that means. So I guess, I don't know if new characters or a lot of new characters, or but he wants five seasons, and he knows where it's going to end. So I thought, well, that's good. Oh, man. Only five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, NBC is going to want more than that, obviously, but. Oh, man, that's a good show. Okay, so that was a super long-winded review. And like I said, we'll try to do a little... I'll try to do a little bit better with not going scene by scene next time. Yeah, so thank you guys for hanging out with us. And we hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you next time. See you.